helping realtors on Vancouver Island stay connected, current, and on the cutting edge. This is the Vancouver Island Real Estate Show. Here's your host, Braden Wheatcroft. Hello, everyone. This is the Vancouver Island Real Estate Show, where we talk about topics that impact Vancouver Island realtors. I'm your host, Braden Weecroft, and today we are here to talk about associations in the real estate industry. And I have to say, we couldn't find a better guest to talk about exactly that, because our guest today, Mr. Guy Crozier from Remax Camosun, has a tremendous amount of experience in various levels of the uh, real estate industry as far as associations are concerned. Um, just do a quick bio here for Guy. So he was originally licensed in 1992. I'm not going to tell him that that was uh, four years after I was born. Um, he started volunteering in the real estate industry in 1997, which is a pretty tremendous amount of time, and he's kept it up since then. He's involved, been involved with virtually every aspect of the Victoria Real Estate Board, as, including being a director and, of course, also being a president. Uh, he's now involved with the uh, Canadian Real Estate Association National Advertising Campaign Committee, which I'm excited to talk about with him today because if you've been paying attention to Korea's ads over the last few years, they're pretty hilarious and I think they drill home the point of the value of working with a professional. Uh, he sells uh, real estate in Victoria here on Vancouver Island and he is a partner of the Preferred Homes team, uh, which is one of Western Canada's top REMAX teams. So with that being said, I'd like to say, Guy, welcome very much to the show. Hey, Braden. How, how are you, are you? Doing, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm this very is, well. Uh, what's this show called? It, this is the Vancouver Island Real Estate Show. As of today, this is the first time with that title. I hope it works. I, I thought it was called uh, uh, Coaches on Computers Having Coffee. <laughs> what's the big deal with real estate? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I have to point out, like, your the background that you have is significantly more distinguishment than mine. It reminds me a lot of those uh, backdrops they used to, to roll into the elementary schools when you'd get your photos taken. You know, you, you could have the bookshelf or the brick. Are you in a, are you actually at home right now? I'm in my home office. That's right. Yeah. Wow. The smell of leather bound books. I barely and get here. So I'm enjoying it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Hey, I am so excited that you're here today uh, to share some of your experiences with us. Um, Why don't you ask? Yeah. Yeah, and, and as you know, we're, we're here to talk about the role of associations in the real estate industry, and I just wanted to get to know a little bit more about your story and your involvement. So sure. um, before we launch into that, you have some exciting news uh, on the board you're currently with, which is on Korea. That's right. Uh, today, if you get a chance to check out uh, the Canadian Real Estate Association's Facebook page, and you'll start to see the campaign rollout uh, in the coming week, uh, but what you see is uh, is the national, or is Korea's uh, 2018 ad campaign and our commercial uh, rolled out today. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, pretty uh, pretty exciting, pretty funny like the others. And I think, as you said, it continues to drive home the message that uh, using a professional when buying or selling a home is a really good idea. So I think they I think they nailed it again this year, and and looking forward to hearing some feedback. Yeah, and and for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I won't spoil it, but uh, uh, what you're going to see is a little bit of the new smart home technology gone bad. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious, Guy, do you, besides this year's, because this is probably now my new favorite, do, looking back over the past few years, do you have a favorite ad, ca ad campaign from Korea? Well, I, you know, I, I, the, uh, so Korea's been on this on this uh, bend for a few years now. I, I must admit, I really liked the first one because it was such a, 
it was such a you know diversion from what they'd done before or where we'd been gone in the past. But probably my favorite out of the, out of all of them was metal was metal fest. Really, <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I could relate to that because of my age. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it was that was probably my favorite too. Although the, there is the biker great. gang one. Sorry, I was saying there's the biker gang one as well. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that's that was good. What's neat about this year is they've kind of. Uh, they've kind of rolled the campaign out, but they've also added some a few different things. So knowing that uh, and doing, which maybe we'll get into in a minute, is a lot of the research that Korea does before they build an ad campaign. What they started to see is the amount of users that actually uh, spend uh, a lot of screen time that's not necessarily in front of a TV. So you'll see a lot of the demographics changing to watch a lot of YouTube or different videos on Facebook or online. So what they designed is shorter, uh, shorter um advertisements that the ones that are six and ten seconds long and those you'll see those in front of uh in front of the uh different things that you'll you enjoy watching on on your computer so that's it's kind of well, let's face it we our attention spans are only like 60 seconds like i think we've already lost half our audience now because we've been talking for two minutes so <laughs> <laughs> well i want to i'm curious to know when you think back to was it 1997 when you first uh started getting into the organized side of real estate and the associations um what was it that drew you into it? And and I'm curious to know, like, what committee or task force did you, you know, jump onto? Yeah, uh, thanks. I, you know, when I first started selling real estate, it was, uh, I started to, you know, attend AGMs and attend different functions. Uh, our, our uh, even, our even our election, uh, our whole board of directors election days were really a great event. We had great speakers and it was a, it was a real event. And, and I uh, used to really have a lot, or I still do have a lot of respect for the people that uh, ran this board of directors. And there was just a ton of knowledge out there. It really seemed like it was a, a profession to me or, a, you know, an industry that had a, was a strong profession. And I, I really enjoyed it. So I just, uh, I was uh, really intrigued by it and interested in it. I used to really, I had some real strong mentors. I used to love to hear people like uh, Bev Heighton. I don't know if any people remember him or Michael Ziegler or Donna Curtis, some great uh, real estate knowledgeable people that would you know I could listen to speak for hours on different things and and I, I was just kind of drawn to the whole uh, the whole real estate profession so 1996 or 97 I, I put my name forward and my first committee I ever sat on was the professional standards committee here in Victoria and got to sit on that for a few years and then moved into tech and uh, MLS committees and, uh, and a very a variety of different committees uh, uh, that the real estate board had and that was kind of I did that for probably my goodness, uh, the next uh, 12 to 15 years. Wow, that's uh, a lot of different perspectives you probably get sitting on each of those different communities, I imagine. Uh, you, you gain a whole new appreciation for our industry from, from those different positions looking in. Yeah, you do. You really look at, especially professional standards, you get the chance to look at how your association uh, works with its members. It's different than the council. It, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a part of our associations that hold uh, our other members accountable for you know how they behave out there so that was interesting the mls was probably one of the is, is kind of the backbone of the board it's it's you know how the mls system uh, works and how technology ties into it and how it's changing because you know because one thing's for sure at least in my career from 1992 to now technology's changed drastically we've gone from okay. you know a two-inch thick mls book uh to you know to something that's totally different so uh it's been it's been interesting to watch for sure and be part of. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm curious, having been a part of it for over 20 years now, uh, what's keeping you involved in real estate associations? 
Well, I, I think once you're, you know, especially once you're involved as a director, you you're always interested in it. It's just something that will that will always interest you. So uh, when I was approached by a uh, uh, past director and uh, president of the real estate board, that's now a director Cree, and asked me if I'd be interested in sitting on a committee and encourage me to put my name forward, I just thought it would be, uh, you know, it, I, I want to say a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, but it's also just something I've always been really interested in. And I think that having a perspective uh, from members coast to coast on something like that is really important too. To so to be able to to be able to um, sit on that committee and, and have a perspective from uh, from our board and from our province was important for for me to be able to um, participate at that level. Uh, absolutely, and we were just chatting before we went live about um, you know whether or not there was actually an impact on on a person's business by being involved in an association. Um, the coast-to-coast -coast perspective is really neat. I'm sure your clients, when you're chatting with them at their kitchen table, really appreciate um, the, the the perspective you can bring to them. But I, I'm curious, when you look at all your experience being involved in associations, uh, has that moved the needle on your business at all? Uh, have you have you seen it contribute in a positive way? Because I know a lot of people right now watching this are uh, probably appreciate the work that we all do as volunteers, but they think about the amount of time it takes and whether or not they want to jump in. I mean. What can you say about how it's impacted your business? Well, a couple of points on that. I'm really lucky. I've, I've worked uh, on a team. I've worked on a team for most of my career, probably 20 out of the 20, 21 out of the 25 or six years. I've always been involved in a team, uh, whether it be two, three or four people. So that allows me the opportunity to step away from my business or um, be able to you know, work in this capacity. My partners understand that it's a benefit to all of us having somebody that sits uh, at the level of a director or on different committees. It's a, it's a benefit to our business. It brings knowledge into our business and, and those things. So they understand that and it allows me the opportunity to do this without really impacting my business a lot. Secondly, I'd say that, you know, our business is a relationship businesses. And I know you coach a lot of different realtors and a lot of new realtors and you talk to them about how important it is to build relationships uh, with other, with their clients, with with professionals, with other realtors, and really that's what working uh, in this capacity in organized real estate allows you to do as well. Because there's a lot of time spent around a boardroom table, but there's a lot of time spent, you know, before and afterwards talking to those people and building relationships. So when you get the opportunity to build relationships with realtors from here all the way across Canada, it can't do anything but help your business. You learn different methods, you learn different um, techniques, and and you learn different, uh, you know, different how the regulators uh, work in different provinces and how their associations work. So it, it just really can't help benefit your business. And certainly it builds up a referral network. Absolutely. Absolutely. The network, the network is, 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 is um, I want to ask you a little bit about the overall landscape of associations in the industry. Cause a lot of agents, you know, they're, they're out there, they're serving their clients, they're doing the best they can to build their businesses, you know, have a balanced life. And, you know, we, we see all these acronyms, you know, CREA, RECBC, um, you know, like the, the BCREA, VIREP, VREP, uh, and we don't necessarily know what they do. I mean, from, from your perspective, being involved in, in many layers of it, like, could you give us a bit of the landscape of, of the local, provincial, and national uh, associations that we're all involved with? Yeah, sure. So obviously the local uh, the local board, which would be uh, Victoria Real Estate Board or VIREP, uh, that, that you're, uh, that you're, Podcast here reaches out to uh, are, the, are the two local boards that we mostly work with, uh, and they are they are grassroots member driven associations. They're they're basically you know our own association. Uh, we as members own them. Um, you know if you can think about it, those associations uh, uh, just service a whole bunch of members. You know somewhere to 
ours is about 1,300 members. And, and basically, we as 1,300 members, we want a whole bunch of services, MLS, training, advocacy. We want all these things, but we're too busy to do it. So we've formed an association that's almost 100 years old. And we have this association that we pay dues to that provides all these services for us. And that our board now consists of a building. It consists of up to 20 employees led by a great executive officer, David Corey, and a great group of managers and staff. And that's our association as those 1,300 members. And, of course, we just can't let you know it run without some oversight. So every year we elect a board of directors. And those board of directors, those nine of our membership, overlook the – overlook the uh, the board that provides the services to us. And that's really how our association works. And it works, I think it works really well. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, we go to the BC Real Estate Association. And a lot of people, uh, especially newer agents, confuse that with the Real Estate Council of BC. So the Real Estate Council is there to license and, uh, and hold accountable um, the agents from a governmental standpoint. So the superintendent of real estate conveys what he wants to the council. The council licenses the realtors, they provide some of the training for realtors, and you'll see their jobs kind of changing, and we're seeing a lot of the rule changes now, so that's in our mind, but Real Estate Council really is a separate entity. They're there to protect the public. They are a government, uh, they're a government uh, operation, and they, they oversee us from a governmental standpoint, um, and that's the Real Estate Council of BC. BCREA is the British Columbia Real Estate Association. Again, a membership driven a membership organization made up of uh, all the boards and the realtors here in British Columbia. Mm -hmm. uh, they basically look after things like advocacy, some training, um, and they're, they're, you know, kind of struggling or there has been a struggle over the past uh, five to 10 years with BCREA. They were heavily involved in the real, the ROBC initiative, which was uh, an initiative that uh, made an effort to dissolve uh, the boards and guy, can we just uh, clarify because we're all the acronyms out there? Uh, ROBC that's the Realtors of British Columbia, correct? Sorry, yeah, it, it, the, there's a technical issue there. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Can you hear me now? Perfect, yeah, just to clarify, the ROBC, uh, it's the, it was the Realtors of British Columbia, right? Right, yes, and that was an initiative that was uh. That uh, there was a heavy effort made to to uh, amalgamate all the boards of, of British Columbia and that and the BC Real Estate Association, which uh, which uh, came to fruition a couple years ago and, and eventually uh, uh, failed in the end. And then uh, farther than that, there's the Canadian Real Estate Association, which is we call CREA. They're made up of about 122,000 members, 122,000 licensed agents from coast to coast, and about 99 real estate boards. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're uh, situated or they're officed in uh, Ottawa, um, and I think they just do a great job. They work on advocacy. Obviously, they um, uh, work on training. They work on uh, some. They run Realtor uh, Realtor .ca, A lot of technical work that they do, and uh, yeah, just a, a great organization. Um, we've had presidents uh, from we've had we've had presidents at Korea and directors uh, from Victoria as well, which has been kind of great to see. Michael Ziegler was a President Eric Sharman was the president of Korea. Um, Tim Ayers, uh, past president of Victoria Real Estate Boards, now a director and doing a great job uh, on the um, public relations uh, or government relations committee this year. Fantastic. And, and that, that definitely uh, 
seems like a lot of different associations for us to be involved involved with. And, and my understanding is there's a uh, partnership. It's uh, the three-way partnership between the local, provincial, and, and national organizations. Could you comment a little bit more about, you know, what you understand about that agreement? Sure, just a little bit. Uh, you know, um, the three-way agreement in, in Canadian real estate basically uh, ensures that uh, all members uh, belong to one organization, belong to the other two. So, um, to be a member of the Victoria Real Estate Board, as you know, all of us, all members, we pay dues to the Real Estate Board. We belong to uh, that board, and then we also belong to BCREA, and we belong to CREA. And it, and basically, the agreement says if you're going to belong to one, you're going to belong to all three. And this has been in place uh, for as long as I've ever been a member, and many years uh, before that. Uh, and there is some uh, noise right now amongst some of the larger boards across Canada, Montreal, Calgary, Toronto. Vancouver um, that are um, talking about you know why this is in place and if it's uh, uh, if it's uh, if it's still you know feasible or if it's still needed and, and so we're seeing a conversation moving forward on that it'll be interesting to watch to see how that plays out over the coming coming months and year. It is going to be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. Uh, we were talking the other day about the Realtors of BC initiative and, um, you know, where BCREA's role is. And, and you know, when we think about the, the um, some of the things that are just headlines right now in our industry, you know, whether it's our uh, the Real Estate Council of British Columbia and the superintendent or it's the uh, provincial government, I you know, is it my understanding correct that it it's our provincial association that is really um, – our support mechanism that for for that because the local board sure the victoria real estate board or, or vancouver island real estate board uh will will speak up on behalf of its membership but bcrea's role is is part of supporting us from that provincial standpoint which has really been where many of our pain points have come up in the last you know 90 to 180 days from is that that your understanding i think yeah i think what uh you know i think what we're what you're probably saying or uh or or talking about is that the BCRA certainly would have the biggest responsibility in the province as far as advocacy or advocating with the provincial government. Uh, I think that it's the opinion of some that because uh, BCREA was heavily involved with a couple of other boards in Vancouver, or in, sorry, a couple of other boards in the province of trying to initiate uh, ROBC, and they were so focused on that and spent so much time and, you know, quite frankly, money and resources on that, that they maybe didn't see uh, didn't see the changes coming that the councils brought down. Uh, as we all know, you know, there was a, a push point a couple of years ago with some, with the Globe and Mail story that led to the unraveling and the unveiling of some, of some things that were going on in Vancouver that led to some bad publicity and we saw the provincial government react to that and took away self-regulation from our industry and um, came down with, you know, had formed, a, formed a committee that came forward with 28 recommendations that the government said that they're going to impose. And all the while, we we kind of felt like we were chasing instead of uh, being part of that process or, or even leading that. So it's, it was difficult. Uh, I think people, a lot of people look at BCREA now and say, gee, could we have done a better job? Could we have seen that coming? Uh, and I think it's a fair question to ask, uh, you know, um, for sure. Yeah. Well, and, and I appreciate uh, the candor on that. And I was just chatting with Jim Stewart, who's the current um, president of the BCREA right now. And uh, he was sharing with me uh, some success stories of the BCREA that I'm hoping to have him on a, as a guest in the next few weeks to talk about them. But, you know, it's, it's interesting when you when you start going through the list of, of things that they have done on our behalf. Uh, it makes you realize that 
um, you know, there is a place for them. And, and I can understand people's, you know, questioning the, the value of, of membership of any association you're with. But it sounds to me like your experience, um, there's been a lot of positive things that have come out of whether it's our local board or, or from Korea's standpoint. Sure. Um, I think we'd just say that, you know, having a provincial organization, I think, is a good idea. I know that you, you if you look at geographically, the majority of the members in BCREA live in the lower mainland. That's no surprise. Fraser Valley Real Estate Board is the second biggest board in the province. Vancouver is the biggest board. So you combine those two boards together, uh, they make up almost probably 75, 80% of the percentage of the of the, or of the of the population of realtors in the province. So, uh, you know, but we have to understand there's a lot of other communities out there that need a provincial, you know, benefit from a provincial Sorry, Guy, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, sorry, just uh, must be the Wi-Fi here. <laughs> Apologies for that. Um, yeah, so absolutely, there's there's definitely a need for having a, uh, a provincial, uh, you know, association of some form um, to be able to look out for our interests. And, and I, I'm just curious from, from your perspective, like, what... What do you think? What do you? What would you want to see our associations doing for us in, in times like this? I mean, you've ma- mentioned advocacy, some training. Is there is there a, you know essentially a wish list of things from uh, an association that you know you feel like as long as they're doing A, B, and C, uh, we should be very happy with it? You talk about association, or are you talking? About, I mean, from an association standpoint, I think that uh, local. I, I mean, I think you know. Let's be honest. The real what we're seeing, the changes we're seeing coming down from council are really uh, changes that are uh, driven by professionalism, I, you know, and or the perception, the public perception. So what can we do as associations to to counter that or to support that? I think that we need to do everything we can to support, at the end of the day, whatever whatever rules council brings there or the superintendent bring down, whatever way council is going to implement those. I think we have to support them, but we have to continue to make sure that uh, we're telling the story, the good stories that realtors do and, and talk about some of the things that the realtors do in their community uh, and and make sure that we have an association that's, uh, that's A, you know, on top of or in front of the story, uh, in front of these changes and knowing what's going on and, and and um, I think we want I think we want our association to be something that council looks to as a resource and as an advocacy group and as an as a professional association instead of just steamrolling ahead making changes without any type of consultation with our industry. I think that's probably what wow. I'd like to see, and many of us would like to see on a provincial level. I think that's absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. We, we want to be partners in this industry. Yeah, on a local level, we need to, you know, continue to work within our associations, make sure we all have professional standard associations locally. Uh, we need to make sure that we're, you know, using those to their fullest extent. And we really need to push the education for our members. There's, you know, we should be, education should be better every single year. You look at all professional trade, professional trade associations, education is where it's at. Absolutely. It's the professional, uh, the education that leads to the professionalism. And that's exactly where we want to take it. So I, I'm curious, as we begin to wrap up here, Guy, what, what are your future plans? You're currently on the National Advertising Committee for Korea. How, how much longer are you on that committee for? Well, my, my term ended uh, last week. Uh, we'll see oh. if uh, I get invited back for next year. I, I uh, it would be nice to sit on it for one more year and, and then kind of see where it goes from there. But I, I, have, I have no aspirations uh, provincially, uh, but I really like – I like to continue working on my board. You know, I worked last year also on the, on the Victoria Real Estate Board uh, and chaired a committee with a bunch of really great 
realtors, uh, and we were able to rewrite um, the, the professional standards uh, process as far as investigation and, and all the way through to hearings. And that was a, a very interesting kind of committee to sit on and, and help rewrite those. And, and so I enjoy sitting on task force. I uh, enjoy being a past president of the real estate board and being able to do new member orientations and, and different things right here locally. Those are probably the, those are probably the things that I enjoy the most. Mm -hmm. And what would you say to someone who's watching, you know, Vancouver Island realtors uh, that, that are, you know, haven't been involved in some level, like what would be the, the, the easiest first step to get involved with their, either it's their local board or, or with their provincial association? Like how, how would you guide them if they wanted to get a little bit involved and get some experience with it? Well, I'd say, I'd say, first of all, thank you to anyone who's even considering it. It's uh, it's really rewarding and you'll really enjoy it. Um, I think even, you know, heading out to the AGM at the Victoria Real Estate Board next week would be a great start. Come, you know, here uh, you're going to see all the directors. They're going to chat a little bit about the committees. Some people think it's a little dry, uh, but that's actually a great meeting. In fact, what's going to be great is that Korea, uh, um, a delegation from Korea is going to be there uh, at, at our AGM next week. Uh, and they're actually going to be there providing a lunch if anyone wants to come down early and uh, have an open house. And you're going to get to see, meet and, and see a lot of the people, a lot of the staff of the Victoria Real Estate Board, some staff and directors from Korea, uh, and the directors here at our real estate board. So you get a chance to, to just kind of witness part of that and just see how your association works. And then, you know, find something that you might be interested in. It might be MLS committee. It might be community relations. It might be finance and audit. It might be professional standards. And, you know, talk to those some of those people and, and get your name in there and, and uh, this doesn't take a, you know, doesn't, it, it doesn't take a lot of time and it's very rewarding. Thanks for the great advice, Guy. I uh, just want to also take this moment to thank you for 20 years of <laughs> being involved in our industry uh, in, in a leadership capacity. I mean, that's, that's outstanding. So thank you so much for all your, uh, your hard work and everything you've done. And I'm looking forward to chatting with you more about this soon. I'm very humbled by it. It's been a great, great thing to do. Thanks, Braden. Have a awesome. great day. Thanks okay. so much, Guy. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the Vancouver Island Real Estate Show. I'm very happy with our interview today with Guy. He's definitely done a lot to help us move our industry forward. I don't know if you noticed uh, how much we drove home the concept of professionalism in our industry, but to me, that's really what this is all about. It's about having an opportunity to have a seat at the table, have your voice heard, and as an industry, continue to raise the bar. Uh, we are looking at booking more guests uh, for the upcoming weeks. I'm just curious. I want to ask you guys. I'm getting a lot of feedback from people about what they're uh, liking, what they're not liking. Uh, and I just want to know, who do you want to see on the show? What topics you want us to be discovered uh, or discussed, rather? And, and so far, everything we've covered has been primarily uh, based on the industry, based on the politics of the day, based on some of the challenges we have with council. But I'm also getting a lot of feedback from people that they'd like to talk and hear um, some you know business development speakers, whether it's things from how to build a successful business to you know how people run their finances, whatever. So if that type of information is interesting to you, please drop me a line, send me a message on Facebook, or you can email me at bradenweecroft at remax.net. And I'll look forward to chatting with you guys next week. All right, everyone, have a great week. Bye for now.